0: to the Lord, O sons of God, bring to the Lord honor and
1: glory. Wisdom.
0: The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us
1: be attentive.
0: Brethren, working together with him, then we entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at the acceptable time, I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way through great endurance in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watching, hunger, by purity, knowledge, forbearance, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God. With the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything.
2: Peace be with you, the reader. Hallelujah. 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 Wisdom arise. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit.
1: The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory
2: to you, O Lord.
1: at that time, Jesus went to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her, and when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. And he came and touched the bier, and the bear stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and he gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us and God has visited his people.
2: Peace be with you, who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Mary Lee is a 16-foot, 3,500-pound great white shark tagged by oceanographers off the east coast of the U.S. in 2012. The transmitter that was attached to her dorsal fin would be tracked by satellite only when she was able to surface. For the next five years, Mary Lee's movements were observed online, on and off, by everyone from researchers to surfers up and down the coast. She was tracked for nearly 40,000 miles until one day the signal was lost, probably because the battery on her transmitter expired. Now, brothers and sisters, human knowledge and technology reach only so far and last only so long. Those following Mary Lee lost track of her, but you and I can never evade God's awareness throughout every moment of our lives. David the psalmist cried out to God, In Psalm 138 where can I go from your spirit where can I flee from your presence if I go up to heaven you are there if I go down to Hades you are there such knowledge is too wonderful for me he exclaimed gratefully God chooses to know us because he loves us he cares enough not only to observe our lives, but also to enter into them and make them new. He drew near to us through Christ's life, death, and resurrection, so we could know him in return and love him in return for eternity. We can never go beyond the reach of God's love, even when we are physically or spiritually dead. For this reason, it is with great joy and awe that we listen to the story from the gospel that tells us how the Lord Jesus Christ stopped the funeral procession of the only son of a heartbroken widow at the gates of the city of Nain. How he felt for her, how he stopped the pallbearers and said, young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and in bewilderment and amazement began to look around him. Now let's think for a moment. Why did Jesus raise him? What moved him to do so? Love and compassion for the fallen human race, which was condemned to death, In the Gospel of John, we read that before the Lord raised Lazarus, he was upset and that tears were flowing from his eyes. He couldn't bear seeing the pains of Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha. Sympathy and love were his motives. But only sympathy, only love? No, there was also a second reason, and that reason was the following. The human race needed to see that the Lord Jesus Christ was Lord and Master also of death. Seeing him hanging on the cross and rising from the dead himself, we no longer fear the physical death of the body. We are freed from the fear of death, which has haunted humankind from the beginning of our disobedience because our Redeemer conquered Death, And he proved so by raising the dead and raising himself from the grave on the third day. But there was also a third reason Christ raised the dead. The resurrection the Lord performed pointed to an inner spiritual resurrection, the salvation from death to sin. The Apostle Paul testifies that this spiritual resurrection from the death of sin unto eternal life was the first goal of all the work which the Lord Jesus Christ did. This is why he became man. This is why he offered himself as the sacrificial victim. Let's listen closely to what St. Paul has to say about Christ in his epistle to the Colossians. For in Christ, the whole fullness of divinity dwells bodily. And you have come to fullness of life in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. The Old Testament law of the circumcision of the flesh is of no value to us today because we have received from Christ, as St. Paul said, the spiritual circumcision of holy baptism, which leads to our deliverance from the fleshly body of sin in the circumcision of Christ. He continues, and you were buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Christ, having forgiven us all our trespasses, having canceled the bond which stood against us with its legal demands, that he set aside nailing it to the cross. That is what St. Paul has to say. We who were dead in sin, the Lord has called to the spiritual resurrection. Sin and death go together, brothers and sisters, just as it is written, the sting of death is sin. Isn't life in sin... In the desires of the flesh, a slow death? Don't fornication and adultery cause the body and the soul to rot? Doesn't drunkenness break down the body and lead the soul to a beast-like state? Don't lying and foul speech corrupt a person like a termite eats and destroys wood? Pride and conceit, gossip and slander, Don't these exude their own spiritual stench? And this stench is the stench of death. Life in sin and the satisfaction of the base passions, of the desires of the flesh, the impulses of a fallen humanity, is not life, but decomposition. And this decomposition leads to the spiritual death but we who have realized that sin leads to a sort of spiritual decay, who have received Christ into our hearts and received from him the authority to be children of God, the Lord has called to a rebirth. St. Paul says, put off your old nature, which belongs to your former manner of life, that is corrupt through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new nature created after the likeness of God the Creator in true righteousness and holiness. This is what Christ calls us to, the spiritual rebirth, the rejection of the old sinful person, and the putting on of the new man created after the likeness of God in pureness and righteousness. We might even dare say that the spiritual resurrection of a man is greater, is a greater miracle than a physical resurrection. St. Augustine says so much in his commentary on this gospel passage. He writes, no Christian should doubt that even today the dead are raised to life. It is a greater thing to raise the soul that will live forever than to raise the body that must die again. When the young man in the gospel was raised, his widowed mother rejoiced. When souls are daily raised from spiritual death, Mother Church rejoices, preaches the saint. No matter how far gone we feel we are from God or that we may be, we can never exceed the reach of God's resurrecting love. Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us desire this miraculous spiritual resurrection completely, the new and pure and holy life. Let us beseech God by his grace and compassion and power to deliver us from the reeking image of man corrupted in sins and the desires of the flesh, and to clothe us with the shining, pure garment of eternal life. Our Lord has called us to live and to enjoy the life of the future resurrection today, here, and now, as the great apostle beckoned to us this very morning. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And to our God be the power and the glory forevermore. Amen. Please rise at this time.